Welcome to the Roach Clip Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Cannacactus.com. That's C-A-N-N-A-C-A-C-T-U-S, right? That's Did I right. get that right? Hell yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, literally, you know what I mean? Make sure to go check out the articles. We got cool articles reflecting teaching people the right way to smoke some bud. It's not just for fun. It's also medical. So make sure to check out Cannacactus.com. It's also brought to you by BlazySusan.com. Make sure to go follow them at Blazy Susan. They make great fucking products for your rig, for your smoking needs, and for your rolling needs. Right now, they got the pink cones on sale. They got them $4 each or two for seven. Make sure you go check out their fucking motherfucking great, great, great website. And lastly, but officially, it's also brought to you by Smokey Smoke Shop. If you're in need for blunts, rigs, or all of your vaping and smoking needs, make sure to go hit up Smokey Smoke Shop. On 83rd Avenue, Laurel Buckeye. Did I say lower? Yeah, All right, yeah cool. lower. I, I right. gotta make sure I'm talking right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little twisted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so thank you guys for joining us. This is another great week for us here at the motherfucking Cannabis Cactus where you guys might hear a little reverb because we're out, we're inside right now. We usually record this outside so you guys can hear the ghetto bird and. All that yeah. good stuff, you know what Gun I mean? Gunshots so, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what's up, Flat Tire? How you doing, brother? Good, man. How's, how's everything, bro? Everything's it's good to see good. you again every week. Working harder than a motherfucker. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us again, Flat Tire. But, yes, sir. But uh, I want to tell you something, bro. What's that? We got some fucking special, special guests today, bro. I heard you had some special guests special, today. Not special needs. They ain't not, like, not, not. <laughs> they're a little bit smarter than us. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they, check this out. Um, let's just let them introduce themselves. Let's start with the young gentleman right here. What's your name, sir? My name is Anthony Dominguez. Anthony yeah. Dominguez. What exactly do you do, Anthony Dominguez? So I'm a microbiologist by training. So that is what I went to school for, and that is how my work career started as like a little lab tech and then working my way up the ranks to actually being able to handle the bacteria and grow the bacteria. Hell yeah. So, so, so yeah. you're the shit, basically. Uh, you're trying I, tr- to get I try it. I'm yeah. trying. What, what's, the, what's the proper way to say you're the shit in scientific manners? Uh, I don't know. I'm the E. coli because they're the best. <laughs> Everyone knows who E. coli is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like that. Trying to become right. like E. coli right. everywhere. Yeah, and then we, who's your partner, bro? Introduce yourself. Um, I'm Derek Zellers. I'm an environmental scientist by training, um, uh, environmental microbiologist by necessity. Um, Wow. It's a part to be a, happy to be a part of the industry out there. Cool. So. Well, I brought some microbiology for all of us before right. we start. You know, we got to get things cracking in the motherfucking house. All right. <laughs> we brought you guys We took you back old school. This yeah. is the fermentation part of bacteria. Yes, sir. Let them know what we brought, homie. What we got? Old school Mickey. Old school Mickey's. We got old school Mickey's. That's dope. That's dope, bro. Are you Mexican? Yeah. Hell yeah. See, dude, we got Mexican. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mexican and a black dude, bro. You got to take over. Exactly. I think I could get away with being Arabian, but you know. Me too. You guys have a lot in common. They call me a terrorist every other day, bro. So let me take my first sip of this Mickey's fine malt liquor. Do you guys know anything about the fermentation of making a beer? So basically, it comes down to sugar and making sure that you have the right bacteria that's going to ferment whatever you're trying to process. So at the end of the day, it's an anaerobic condition. You add your sugar, it ferments. Okay, you so it. you said the right sugar. So like a plum? or we're, we're talking about more like cane sugar. Like a cane molasses, sugar? Molasses, 
fructose. So how's the process work? So you're talking if you're talking about cane sugar, that's already processed sugar. <laughs> and so we oh, get really? the, Yeah, it's already been processed. That's what we call the burnt <laughs> sugar oh. <laughs> all the good sugar went into the food what was left over is what they sell as cane sugar That's oh the shit then they take it another step further and they burn it more and they call it brown sugar <laughs> oh so oh, wow so but, it's even processed more but than... both forms have been processed already. i didn't know that yeah exactly yeah that's that's <laughs> so the raw awesome. form is just biting the cane and chewing yeah, on it i remember yes. we used to do that in mexico a lot bro the sugar cane you just chew on the chew, chew on, on that motherfucker right? yeah we did that in south carolina yeah so how'd you two guys meet bro uh, I started working with the local agriculture company about three years ago, and this guy happened to be my boss. I can remember, uh, you know, I was with the county, and I didn't, I wasn't really feeling it anymore. I'm leaving the gym because I had applied for this job that my mom put in the West Valley View. <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, this would be good for you. It says, you know, microbiologist, and I was like, mm, all right, you know, that sounds cool. I'll do that. It's exactly what I want. I get this call. And, like, I call back because I missed a phone call, and he didn't leave a message. And there was like, I was like, hey, did someone just call me from this number? And the receptionist was like, yes, um, um, what do you do? And I was like, I just applied for a job. She's like, oh, okay, well, then I think you need Derek's. <laughs> and I called again, and he didn't answer. And I was like, man, the, yeah. uh, I left him a message, and then he, he missed me again. <laughs> and then as I'm going to, leaving home from the gym that day, I get the call, and I get him on the line. I'm like, oh. Shit. Yeah. I'm throwing my car off and it's like not even a building I'm on like right off McDowell and there's a spot where it's just a dirt patch and a, a barricade right there so I throw my car up into the barricade I didn't hit it or anything but I'm like yeah I got your number alright tomorrow well I, don't, I think I gotta give my boss 24 hour notice before cause it was a county I was so by the books and stuff you know, I have to give him a little bit of notice so I was like yeah I can do Thursday at, you know like uh, 1030 perfect I can do that got that started you know got the job he doesn't call me back for like six weeks dude so i'm thinking i did not get this job at all i'm like wow i was like did you forget to call him back or oh no he came in right during my vacation time so uh, i took my trip to alabama i came back took a trip to cali came back took a trip to georgia and said oh yeah i forgot to call him back <laughs> but i knew i was gonna hire him from the start so it was no rush yeah that's awesome uh, Alabama, Georgia. Uh, you from the South? I'm or? from the South, born and raised Alabama. Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm from Atlanta myself. All so, right, road you know, tide. Road, that's a, yeah, that's you know, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna break up the college game, but <laughs> but yeah, that's good, man. Uh, so after you ran that homeless guy over to get your job, uh, <laughs> how how did you uh, how did you guys like click? Because you guys seem like you're, you know what I mean. All right, so I had already been with the company about nine years. Mm. Um, so I hired him on as a lab tech. Mm. It was one of those pissed off Monday mornings. So I'm pissed off fucking Monday morning. I came into the lab and I said, hey, I'm going to start my own shit. You want to come? He goes, hmm, yeah. He goes, that, that's how you do that's it. Fucking it awesome. takes balls though, bro, to do that move. That fucking moment. He goes, what will we call ourselves? I said, fuck, we're creative. We fucking do it when we're high, but we can't make it obvious. 
let's call it high creations and switch out the I and turn it to a Y and switch out the C and turn it to a K. So high so creations, H Y. That's right. High you creations. motherfuckers are smart. Yeah, dude. that's that's dope. Trademark. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love your logo, the little brain, and yeah. when did you guys figure out that you smoke weed? Because I know it had to come up. I can silence in the lab, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I got this uh this the super sour." Shout out to, you know, Westside Dispensary, Valley of the Sun. I said, hey, you should try this. He came back the next day. Hey, that gets you high that fast? I said, that's called fire. I didn't even walk back in the house, and I was like, I'm already Two weeks later, he goes, I want to show you something. I said, what's that? He goes, bam, I got my card. That's crazy. That's when our little smoking adventure started right there. So what exactly is a microbiologist? What do you do? What does that consist of? So microbiology is the study of your microbes, which you can break it down to like four big or four major organisms. So like your bacteria, your viruses, your fungi, and your parasites. Mm. So like um, we work with bacteria. We work a little bit with fungi too but mainly bacteria. And so what we do is we culture up bacteria, and you can be a microbiologist in other sense as well. You can be like a service microbiologist where you'd be running tests, you know, checking for like stuff like E. coli, mold stuff, identifying organisms. There's like a whole bunch of jobs that you could have as a microbiologist and not necessarily do what we're doing. Okay. But for us, but what we're doing is we culture up our, our microbes, right? And we got our end product and then we also got this big library that we're expanding you know that's like our big thing is to have a big library full of beneficial microbes that we can grow up and you know educate people on on the on their benefits which is we're using them to inoculate soil to provide increased microbial diversity there and so those microbes would then um, do all their benefits like producing antibiotics, protecting oh, the wow. plant, breaking down carbon sources, making those nutrients more available for everything. So you pretty much figure out the con. I don't. I mean, I'm done. You know what I mean? Uh, so you you so basically you're using microorganisms to do the dirty work for people who want to start. You know, I'm, I'm guessing gardens or. Uh, so we look at it this way, you know, if we want to relate it to cannabis, okay. that this is a, a wild type species. Okay. It grows out of nature. But there's also millions and millions of other species that grows beside it. Okay. So what have we done? We've brought it indoors and turned it into a monoculture crop. Monoculture. Mono. You're, it doesn't matter what hybrid you're producing. <laughs> that's still a cannabis crop with the same type of root system. Oh, So what happens sweet. when you have a monocrop? you introduce diseases that you normally wouldn't see in the environment. Why? Because you've taken away that root system from those weeds or uh. that particular daisy that was touching that particular cannabis plant in nature. You've taken that away. That daisy plant is still surviving with no diseases. That was the one that was protecting the cannabis. Oh, wow. You brought it indoors now and, oh, gosh, I see all these fungus gnats. I see mites. I see this powdery mildew. Well, you've turned it into a monoculture crop to where everything, anything is going to attack it now. Because they don't have that protection anymore? Exactly. Oh, wow. And it's not just the protection from the bacteria. It's the symbiotic relationship with other weeds that's in the environment. <laughs> I well, see that. Well, well, don't they, like, communicate, like, through the 
fungi through uh, what was it fungus or whatever. I, I I heard a podcast on, like on it on um, it was how like trees and all the plants communicate with each other. The fungus delivers the nutrients that one plant might need to, and so that's related to fungi when you're talking about mycorrhizae. You know that's when everyone takes their cannabis plant out of their pot and take a picture of those roots. And as scientists, we're laughing. It's like, who the fuck are they fooling? <laughs> you put a root system that's really aggressive from the beginning into a round pot. Mm. Where do you think the roots are going to go? They're going to go round and round. And what they're actually doing is trying to manipulate people and say, oh, it's the fungi, the mycorrhizae that we've been adding to the soil. No. Oh, so they're just... If you take those same roots or dig in the ground in nature and pull those same roots up, they're spread, they're spread out. out. Yes, yeah, little fibrous root hairs. And that's in any plant. Like if you yeah, leave a plant, yeah. yes, absolutely. I've so seen they're that. They're looking for space. Yes. And so they're going to wrap around, wrap around, and so I think so they're using this false advertising. Yes. To and sell I, a bacteria or fungi product when the the roots are in a pot. <laughs> that's the that's that's exactly. And I like how you brought brought up uh, mold and 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 because you guys on the last podcast you were talking about growers who have moldy weed, have moldy yeah, weed and they're not taking care of their plants and that could be the issue there because there's no there's nothing protecting the plants exactly mm-hmm. now you got to start spraying chemicals and some bad chemicals yeah yeah so everything starts in the roots you know you keep your roots healthy so how do you keep your roots healthy it isn't just with bacteria you can't overwater uh, nutrients are going to only absorb a small amount at a time. So all these high parts per million, you're putting the plant into immediate stress. <laughs> and once that plant goes into stress, it releases signals, whether if it's to draw in insects mm. or to stimulate or germinate spores from different pathogens. <laughs> okay. So wow. what, what, what exactly is high creations? So high creations, we are a highly creative scientific solutions company where we actually go out, we manufacture and isolate our own microbes. Uh, We don't buy anything and then we test them. And we just don't test them to see how well they do with nutrients. We test them based on what they can do with cellulose. We test them based on what they can do with hydrocarbon degraders, breaking down oil so they can be used in bioremediation. Um, For the cannabis guys, it's definitely getting this product into the root system to prevent mm. these diseases. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. So you guys, uh, so do you also like consultate and, and go out and help these growers uh, understand what they're doing also? Like, do you guys, are you guys in the growing industry yourself? So we don't grow. Okay. Okay. We're just, uh, we're just two scientists. You yes. Know? But we will go and uh, help them out if they need some suggestions on if they're running any type of any type of like issues like other than just mold and mildew and gnats and stuff if you have been a bit of a nutrient issue we can you know get some microbes in down there as well if your reservoirs are getting bad you know getting that smell mildewy smell we got mm. something for that we can just throw it in there and it'll help get rid of that smell by establishing or just throwing those uh, microbes down in there that's so, interesting yeah so i so why are we really here? Why did High Creations really invent themselves? Why exactly. did we decide to become a company? So probably about seven years ago, I invented a product that's on the market for a big time company, it's Botanicare. I created HydroGuard. Oh, wow. Yes, and, and the, pleasure behind that. That, the, awesome. <laughs> the pleasure behind that product is that everyone said it couldn't be done. 
Um, so I had a bunch of non-microbiologists, you know, pseudoscientists telling, you know, no, it's not going to work that way. I proved them wrong. <laughs> wow. I was driving home one day, got to the red light, and said, boom, in the fucking brain it popped. I said, I got it. I fucking got it. I turned around. I went to the laboratory. I left at 2 in the morning. Boom. My company signed, the company signed the contract for 15 years. What exactly wow. is the product do? So it's a bacillus product that breaks down starch and converts the starch into sugars. So therefore, you don't have to add the sugars to your system. As that bacteria breaks down the starch, it's releasing sugar for other bacteria. So that bacteria can boost its population. And what do you use that on? Plants? So you use it, it for plants? It's for, for plant, it's for growing. That's a beneficial bacteria, so it's used in your reservoirs. When you start to see mold on your plants, it's used as an antagonist. It suppresses the mold. But it was one of the first bacteria products out there before it just everyone decided Everybody. to come out with a bacteria so, product. So High Creations is a line of products for growers? So for growers, for gardeners, uh, what if you're growing cannabis, vegetables, tomatoes, fruits, agriculture, we're covering all aspects of horticulture. Awesome. That's crazy. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt this great fucking topic we're having, but I don't know if you guys heard of what happened today, bro. In fucking Florida, there's another school shooting. Wow. At a high school. It's a former student, 19 year old, went into the school and started fucking just shooting. He killed 17 fucking kids. I don't know if they're kids. He killed 17 people and injured about another 17, I believe, dude. Yeah. Damn. It's wow. a, it's just I didn't hear about that video. Yeah, it just happened, dude. Yeah. And then. Yeah. It's fucking crazy to just think about the shit that, like, it's so scary to even send your kids to school now, you yeah. know what I mean? It's fucked up, bro. It's like... Yeah, it's definitely... Like, what, what I think is about the, that every what, day. What is the solution to something like that? Should we have guns in the fucking building? I don't know. Damn. Man. Yeah, it's fucked up, bro. It's fucked up. I know. I'm sorry I do, to bring such a great topic down, but... Oh, no, no. no it's, it's crossed it's my mind. It just yeah. crossed my mind, man. How huh? do you guys feel about that, like... What do you think is the solution for these kids? Because I notice, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I notice a rise in what seems like teen suicides and well, shootings. And well, here's another thing, though, dude. Every, like most, I think like 95% of like people who've done crazy mass shootings and shit, they've all either been on some kind of antidepressant, depressed or whatever depressing yeah or either got off of it like just gotten off of it bro so i i mean uh, we all know drug, a, a, drugs just, are definitely yeah. the, but also to get those drugs you got to be mentally unstable so you can't which leads into the you can't blame lot, one thing or the other yeah, you know a lot I mean? of that is uh more or less you know i love doctors but and i love kids i love i love the health health care we need it but i've seen a lot of corruption like absolutely i've had you know i have kids myself and i've had i've had my oldest son i had to bring him in for some things and and i've had doctors like right away like oh you know we can give him a little bit of this and try to get him on adderall yeah, or, like man. So, like how, how do you how do you prepare your kids for you know what i mean bro and yeah. scary like shit like that like when you send them to school i, I for me, I think the best thing is uh, to be real with them and don't hide anything because it's real out here in this world. So it's like, you know, I, like me for myself, I just I tell my kids to um, be aware, uh, you know, of their surroundings, but also be aware how you treat people because that's where it also leads to because there's a lot of bullying and a lot of 
what's going on now is leading, you know, like suicides, kids committed suicide, suicides, and and doing wigging out, wigging snapping. out, yeah. So definitely, um, you guys, uh, you guys have any kids? Yeah, I have, I have a seven-year-old daughter, mm. and you know, the first thing I said was, you know, I grew up in that environment where get out of the room, grown folks are talking. Yes. I see that in a whole different approach. And so one of the things I did was I constantly talked to my daughter about death and accepting it. Yes. And that we have to. Yes. Whereas if we're going to die old, young, by an accident, at our own hands, you have to accept it. And mm-hmm. once you accept death, you can go on with your life regardless Dude, of what happens. That's fucking beautiful, bro. That's fucking it's, so true. It is only one thing in life that's guaranteed. That's death. That is death. And I've been teaching her about that. So she has absolutely no fear. And we're not going to have fear. You know, we can get in the car, drive two blocks, boom, head on collision and die. And done. That's true, bro. Yeah. So I'm glad you're saying these yeah. words because I've, I've been battling a little something today because, yeah. you know, a very close cousin of mine passed away. And today's his, he just passed away and today is his birthday. Right. And, um, you know, I've been kind of down today. So my mom actually called me on my way over here and... Um, she was giving me that same advice, and as I'm glad that you brought that up because yeah. you know that but definitely, man. It's real, though. Dude. You can't hold on and be That's afraid it. to live because of death because it. it's coming. Exactly, and you know what makes us unique is there are crazy people out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what makes this world, you know, evolve the rotation of but this. But there's earth. also crazy dogs, you know what I mean? Exactly, and dogs kill people kill every people. day, just like humans. But you have to be willing to accept it. I guarantee you, there's a crazy come. dolphin out in that fucking ocean. More than one. It's gotta be. Yeah, yeah. Of it's gotta be right. There's right. gotta be a dolphin yeah. out there killing. I know, like, I know, 99 percent of dolphins are horny fucks. Yeah. <laughs> we know that for a fact. So Anthony, where you from, homie? Oh man, I'm from Hilla Bend. <laughs> oh, you from AZ? Yeah, that's an AZ, right? Hilla yeah. Bend. What side is that on? I'm trying oh, to. Oh, bro, that's the tiny little truck stop town, man. Is that towards uh, Cali? Yeah, on like, your way to is like it Yuma. Life and all that. No. Like, oh, the other one, the, like the towards the eight, right? Yeah, towards the eight. Yeah. Okay. Hilla Bend. So, Hilla Bend. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking. So you were born in Hilla Bend, and mm-hmm. then you moved to Phoenix. Oh uh, yeah. So like around high school. Yeah. So I went to like junior high up in uh, Goodyear for like one year. Okay. Went to the high school actually was over here, Borgade Catholic High School, where my mom sent me. She tried to get me to a real good fancy, school. Fancy, fancy, fancy. Hey, that's good. Hey. He's a microbiologist now, bro. <laughs> high creations in the house. Yeah, he's got to start somewhere. Yeah, right. So, mm-hmm. so he looked bad, dude. How how's it growing up there? Oh man, it's just such a small town. I don't really even remember the town or the street names or anything. Or like this guy, we were trying to do some business with them. Um, for the wastewater treatment, we go work working on some bacteria for them. And he's like, "You know Big this dropping part? shit." <laughs> like always, tolo, tolo, tolo. He's like, "You know this person?" I was like, "Yeah, I think so." But uh, nah, I think I like I don't know her face or something. You know, I mean that that person's familiar. But it's like weird. You know, you know everyone. You don't know the street names. You don't. Yeah. Are that. you my teacher? <laughs> yeah. yeah, stuff like that. You like the second rock on the left? <laughs> you get any too, into any crazy trouble out there? I don't know. I was a good kid, dude. You're I didn't really kid. get. I didn't really get. Have crazy. you ever been in trouble? No, never. Ever? No. Nah, yeah, that I'm must good. feel fucking good. How about homie? You been in trouble? Once, fucking Buckeye, Arizona. And what happened there, bro? Six months before they fucking 
checked off on the medical. I had a fucking grandma weed in the car. Oh. Fucking on a dark ass street. I put my lights on bright. <laughs> Turns around. Sir, you know why I'm pulling you over? And I said, uh, because I have. You have marijuana in the car. Oh, and, shit. Uh, I also invented no, some no. shit, puto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I'm getting the fucking dogs out here. The fucking dog couldn't even find a gram. <laughs> right underneath the seat. Uh, did they ever find it? Yeah, they yeah, went in and tore shit, my dog. shit up. For well, a gram, it. dog. And what happened? What was your charges? Just oh, I'm going to put you in Tent City. Who did you get it from? <laughs> <laughs> a fucking gram. I, say, I, say you I grew it. it. You I grew the smallest tree you could ever imagine. Fucking smelt the grape swisher. And <laughs> That's crazy, That's bro. Little do yeah. they know they're pulling over a fucking scientist. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. What is science to you? Science. What is science? Science to me is absolutely no emotion. It's either fact or fiction. <laughs> and if mm. it's fiction, we're not going to talk about it. And if it's fact, let's replicate it and let's prove that it's is fact. And once you can replicate it, we move on to the next thing. Wow. wow. That's what science Anthony, is. Anthony, what's science to you? Uh, to me, it's more like learning, like to ever expanding, never just to be happy with what you know now keep building like that continual growth of knowledge that's what it is to me and you guys been into science your whole life since little boys i think for me it started like like the first time i got sick i remember taking penicillin i was like oh oh, what the hell is this you know and i was like i got better i don't know why i was getting better and stuff but so i got started going to school thinking i wanted to be um, like a, a pharmacist or something because they worked with medicine but really it was more the idea of what made me sick so that like wondering why I got better just by drinking this bubblegum flavored liquid you know oh wow yeah and then you just kept experimenting with shit or how yeah did... like you know in junior high I got like more into I had a really good science teacher who actually ended up working at the University of Arizona and he brought in like the graduated cylinders and showed us you know how to measure them and there's this thing called a meniscus in there where the water curves because of gravity. So when you weigh something, you or you, when you put the water in something, you got to follow the curve. And that's right where the line touches, where it curves. That's how you measure it. And I remember doing that. That was part of the test. And I was like, <laughs> it all real nice. And I got like a perfect score. But then he did something to us. He made jello. And he really, about the plant cell, we made it out a jello mold, and I just it just stuck with me forever, like having all the cells and the ribosomes and the cytoplasm. We put different pieces of fruit and food in there. I was like, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I like. Just so you know, dude, our audience is fucking dumb, so those yeah. are big words for them. Yeah. So <laughs> go Google that, guys. <laughs> Google it all. Google it. Make sure you put audience. the... Because I know you guys can't spell. Push the little microphone. And, you probably can't even pronounce those words, <laughs> goddamn. Google, Google plant cell. Yeah. And what got you into science, homie? You know, uh, my story is a little bit more personal. You know, I would see this environmental service truck pulling up in front of my house back in Anniston, Alabama. Mm. He was getting out, checking the soil. Remind you, I never went to a grocery store and bought fruit. In my backyard were plums. The neighbor yard had grapes. The other neighbor had apricots, uh, wine grapes, apples. So we never had to go to a grocery store and buy fruit. But all of a sudden, this environmental service truck starts pulling up and pulling soil samples out of everyone's yard. Next thing you know, there's a big lawsuit that Monsanto 
contaminated the entire city. Oh, <laughs> Monsanto? Wow. Monsanto. With, with PCB. Within wow. five years, everyone that had a fruit tree is wiped out. Wow. No more fruit. So that's why I took more of the environmental science approach. Hey, didn't Monsanto buy CRISPR, the rights to CRISPR? I think so. I think so, yeah, bro. Yeah. Monsanto, Monsanto, what's Monsanto? Monsanto. Can you explain Monsanto? Basically, better? it's a, a, a chemical solutions company mm. where they focus on... They own everything, bro. Yeah, exactly. So they're like the inventors of the Roundup, the glyphosate. Okay, I see. You know, yeah. They kill the weeds. Yeah. Um, they're known for their GMOs of taking certain genes out of organisms and standardize them to get them to function the same way. Huh. Um, just going against what nature intended things to do. So pretty much... Every fruit you buy is Monsanto, right? If it's not, I wouldn't like, say non-organic. You know, there's some fruits out there, and you know, as a scientist, you know, it'll be naive of me and biased to say that you know all GMOs are are bad. You know, there are third-world countries out there that don't have access to the things we have in America, okay. and those kids need that food. You know, you can look at the small percentage of the GMO. And look at the large percentage of the actual That's nutrition. Genetic. What does GMO get. mean? Genetic modified. Genetically genetic modified, modified organism. organism. And so basically, you're taking the property. So we're doing beneficial natural bacteria. Yes. And that bacteria has many mechanisms. Monsanto wants to standardize one of those mechanisms. So they pull that gene out Just and they place it over here. Gene, yeah. Exactly. So that's okay. what you call genetically modified. Nature wouldn't do that. It would actually change on its own as time evolves. Now, I, I've, I've heard of uh, GMOs. Um, the agriculture. Um, I've, heard, I've heard like a lot of farmers and a lot of big uh, producers, they're, they're against GMOs um, for the simple fact that uh, they feel like it's basically like it's cheating. Like they're... You know what I mean? We're growing our plants naturally, quote unquote, and um, you guys are using GMOs. But I mean, essentially, it's the same thing, isn't it? Like, I mean, they're getting you're getting the same nutrition from it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you think about, you know, the biggest one was the BT cotton. Uh, you know, we yeah, grow a BT, which yeah. is Bacillus thuringiensis. We grow that up to control fungus gnats and to control mosquito larvae. <laughs> well. The beetle, yeah, they infects the the cotton. They just couldn't control it with any type of fungicides or pesticides, insecticides. And the only way that they could control it is making sure that one particular mechanism that was killing that beetle was always present. So they oh. took the gene out of that bacteria and placed it into the gene of the cotton. So the cotton functions the same. It's just when that particular beetle hits it now. It dies. That plant knows to express that particular gene that was pulled oh, out. That's, that's so that's what GMO means. Wow. It's not like you're going to get cancer from eating And I've heard that too. Like no. People are like, oh, you're going to die if you eat no. that GMO GMO foods. is technically designed so we can mass produce. Okay. But I think the problem with GMO is Monsanto owning everything, right? Yeah, yeah, no, you yeah. got to go get your seeds from them. Or exactly. What? It's just that. So it's like monopoly. You got yeah. to yeah. sign the contract through them. To, to grow your apples or whatever the fuck you're growing, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, politics and stuff coming into play, you know. I mean, but at the end of the day, money. for us as being scientists, regardless of all the PhDs we come up against, you can never standardize nature. Exactly. <laughs> and so it, it, it's a time where it's going to come and pass. 
What about um? What do you think the what the Trump administration is doing with science right now? Like, I know they're they're pretty much backing out of some very important things that we you know what I mean? <laughs> like they're dropping. They're like that dude pretty much doesn't believe in science. That's what I get from it. Science comes on like it, it seems like science right now is on the back burner for but, the government because. Back to what I said earlier, how can you replicate it? Hmm. You've seen the history, the, the past years, that, oh, there was a nice age. A nice age happens every 10 years, if we're referring to global warming and climate change. <laughs> and so you look at, oh, the earth heated up during the 20th century or something like that. But are you truly being able to give us that information off something that's been replicated? <laughs> And so as an environmental scientist, you know, and I've been educated, you know, to the highest level on this, I have my pluses and I have my minuses. The pluses is that, yes, we are populating the earth. We're creating things that are releasing greenhouse gases, more methane, more CO2. But at the same time, the earth was designed, it create, was created off of those entities. <laughs> So it knows uh, how to filter them. Uh, so it's more of the humans getting I've involved. I've never thought of that. Wow. <laughs> it's more politics. Yeah, man. we weren't on this earth and there was methane. We weren't on this earth, there was CO2. This planet was scorching hot. Then it was freezing cold. And then it was flooded with water. Then there was vegetation. Then there were dinosaurs. So how can you say, well, we as humans are doing this? <laughs> Well, we're adding to it okay. at a much faster rate than the Earth will allow it to do itself. And there's a lot of uh, standardizing now, right, for factories and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, like it's, they, it's ridiculous. Like you, and I think that's more of because we are inhaling that directly. Okay. It's not necessarily for... I see. Trying to control the temperature <laughs> yeah. of the earth. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to save the planet. Yeah. No, that's, uh, Stop driving, a... guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. You guys have, um, you guys, work, well, you guys work a lot with technology, right? Computers and. One of us do. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Which one is it, Mr. Anthony? I'm the computer nerd, man. What, what are what, you? What do you think of like VR and the augmented reality? Is that going to help your field? You know what I mean? Being able to actually see the microbe in your fucking face, you know, like... You know what would be awesome? Like a 3D version. That'd be awesome for, like, with some VR, you know, picking it apart and moving it around. I think that'd be really cool. I think that's going to happen, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Augmented reality. Look into that shit, bro. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) No, I haven't really messed around with VR too much. What about you guys? Uh, I did with just like the Google Cardboard where you put the phone on the oh, on that page. <laughs> it's pretty dope, actually. Is so, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I downloaded like a, what was it? It was a Halloween roller coaster. So you put it on and you sit down. You feel like you're in a fucking roller coaster, dog. That's crazy. And you're looking everywhere. You see like pumpkins, like ghosts fucking flying through you. It's pretty crazy. We bought one, but it was like twenty dollars, so it was just felt like my phone was on my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you watch too much porn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did have an on X video at the Talk time. Talk about porn. <laughs> Talk about porn. What's your favorite porn category? Milfs, bro. Milfs. Milfs? Hell yeah, I love it. Amateur. 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 That's my. That's amateur. my dog right there. Hey, never That's get wrong, parents, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what I'm talking about. They can never get experience. Keep them amateurs going. Like, yeah, Mills, amateurs. What, what about you, Vic? Me? I'm into fucking 
Big asses, bro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> then back, so you just type in big asses? Big ass, and then you see that fucking vertical strip fucking saying hello. You know what I mean? It's a fucking... The wave. I, the said, wave. I remember I took a college course. It was like a, like it was a biology class. It was on my requirements. And so remember, like, we did some shit with the... Where we put a strawberry and like split the DNA or whatever. I don't know. Like you put soap and fucking all kinds of shit. And like a little bubble goes to the top. Like that's the DNA of the strawberry. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. What was that called? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I think I'm just trying to get extract a little bit DNA. DNA How would you extract the DNA? Well, from like a strawberry. You'd like grind it all up. And then you would do something called like PCR. Which is polymer's chain reaction. And that amplifies the DNA, right? So it'll be these hmm. little codes that get on, latch onto the DNA, and then it'll just keep building and building and building until you have enough to identify it. And you can be like, oh, um, run it through this online database, and then it would be like genus species, and then it'd give you that. So it's oh, just wow. like they do at the forensics. They mm-hmm. take the smallest little piece of your hair, mm-hmm. and they know that they can't really process that. <laughs> They'll lose it. <laughs> Yeah. So what they do is amplify it a thousand times. So it's like making copies of it. <laughs> oh. How do you do that? That's through the extraction. Crazy... Through the oh, and then you just keep... And keep... Oh, yeah, wow. You keep, you keep breading it until there's that's enough. Fucking yeah, crazy. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I know a fucking... That's how you make... Uh, what's it called? That bread? Crack? Sourdough bread? Sourdough. You keep the mama... Oh. Yeah, you gotta yeah. keep the. I like, thought you were uh, gonna say that's how you make crack. <laughs> you cook it up. You guys know the You know the scientific facts behind crack. What creates crack? So you're mixing coke, water, and baking, baking soda. soda. What makes? I that said crack? we wouldn't talk about Breaking Bad. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love that show, bro. Yeah, yeah. Heisenberg. I actually Same haven't like. really watched it. I feel left out. Like everybody oh. watches Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like I'm probably like the only one on the planet Bro, who hasn't seen it. Let's have a binge session. We'll start with season one's good. Is I think it? you'll like it. Season one, the first episode's yeah. amazing. Right, right now, I'm, right now I'm watching uh, Grey's Anatomy again. Again? You <laughs> yeah. said again. Like I'm almost sorry for watching it once. Yeah. My girlfriend got me hooked on it. <laughs> is that like that? It's, doc- pretty, is it's it like really good. About doctors and shit. Watch one. Just watch one I'm episode. Not, you're I don't done. want to be like you, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be straight man, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure. I still, got him tucked right now. I gotta make sure it's still my wife telling me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Oh man, you guys remember the first time getting high? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. He's first time, <laughs> 25 years old. So that was oh, my you, first time late getting bloomer, high. Huh? Late bloomer. My buddy was like uh, from Eagle Pass, you know, it's down in Texas. He was like, hey, you want to fucking get this back in the Reggie days, you know? Yeah, Reggie. Reg, I was Reg. like, yeah, let's try it, man. Let's do it. And he wrote a fatty, fatty joint, and we're just hitting it and hitting it. And I said, hey, man, you know, am I supposed to feel this way? Something I can hear. You hear my fucking heart? <laughs> <laughs> can you hear mine? <laughs> About five minutes later, he goes, hey, man, my uh, my girl's coming over, so I'll catch you tomorrow. I said, motherfucker, what am I supposed to do? And he was like, go home. I said, no, man. Like, you don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. <laughs> oh, and I shit. the first time getting on the highway for the first time. Oh, high. shit. And I was, it was weird. It was a fucking weird experience. I got on the fucking highway. It was coast clear. I got this. Yeah. 
I looked in the rearview mirror. It's like, oh, them motherfuckers are far away. <laughs> Why the fuck are they catching up to me? <laughs> I'm only going 20. <laughs> oh, shit. So you got home that night for the first time and drove that same day. But That's crazy. later that evening as I laid down, I think I found myself. You know, mm. and I say, you know what? This is for me. It, oh, it, yeah. it, it popped something else other than paranoia. <laughs> and so all through college, every single day, all day. And so it's just a, just a stigma. It's a stigma. That what people talk about, oh, potheads. No, yeah. I smoke every single day of my college career. Maxed out my classes. Awesome. Not a single stressful. And now we got high creations. Now we got fucking high creations. How how about you? What's your uh, first experience? Mr. Antonio Banderas. You put me as Roberto, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What's your first experience, Roberto? Oh, okay. Um, I was right around 16, man. I just got Roberto and Tyrone. Jenkins. Jenkins. That's actually our names, but. <laughs> He's Jenkins. No, man. That's Roberto. I had just got my permit, and my mom started letting me drive in the car. So I went over and h- hanging out with my buddy Frankie. Mm. And they got like this. Shout out to Frankie. 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 Bad influence. Damn, yeah. Frankie. Mom, mom was right. He was bad influence. Nah, he's a good guy. He's my friend, bro. Don't say that about my friend. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> we love you, Frank. No, don't throw some fermented fucking sourdough on my face. <laughs> so they have this like spot where we can always chill. It's got a cooler and like three walls, so it's really nice in the summer. Three mm. walls? Oh shit! So one kind of like a little shed outside where you can have the cooler. And, and they have the chill. cooler on. Mm-hmm. Damn, in Phoenix, you need the fucking right? cooler in the summer. Or as you do when you smoke, I don't know what it is, but if you blaze. And outside in the fucking 120 degree weather, you get like 30 times higher, bro. You get all woozy. You get in. You walk, you walk inside all woozy. Like, goddamn, when I smoke some fucking killer sun cush. But my bad, bro. Sorry for interrupting you. No, it's all good. So you got the three walls, the cooler, you're yeah, chilling with the homie. Yeah, we're always just chilling. And he would always smoke regular. You know, his dad smoked, my dad smoked, and all that. So I knew about it. And he's like, hey, man, you want to hit this pipe? And I was like, all right, all right. Took a hit, fucking just got locked, dude. We were just watching TV, cops, <laughs> munching on some Jack's mix and stuff. After We didn't really do much, but I was like, whoa. It was like feeling weird. Like, I didn't think I was retarded, but I always thought I was real close. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh, like, man. you're right, that drive home, I can fucking remember verbatim. I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm like whispering this to myself, you know, thinking it all out. Left blinker. <laughs> I make it home. I get up the stairs, and I'm like, well, I live in a trailer, so these stairs are like these wooden ones we made. And I crank, crank. I was like, oh fuck, everyone's gonna wake up. They're gonna know I'm high. I can't get. Yeah, they're like, oh, gonna know I'm high. I get in there, and then I smell the food, and I was like, what's it? And it's like my mom had made like oh, fucking chicken God. tenders. Like, and she oh, fried them herself. The best fucking chicken tenders you probably ever oh had in God. your life. I destroyed them. <laughs> my, buddy's, my buddy's texting me. He's like, hey, did you make it home? I was like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, you want to play World of Warcraft? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course we're going to play World. You know, I was 15. Yeah, exactly. That. 
and set up the computer. I like fall asleep right there on the couch and never <laughs> didn't play World of Warcraft. Fucking Mr. Night. T sitting there staring at you. Remember when they had that Mr. T character on World of Warcraft? Yeah. Because <laughs> our pity the fool gets too high. <laughs> oh man. Alright, so we're at first times and the Roach Club Podcast, we are degenerates and we like to know the nitty gritty. Okay. What's the first time y'all jacked off? God damn. You guys remember that? Because I do. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, we're animals. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Well, I feel such. What was it? I bro? think I started around about 13. I was like, hey, bro, I ain't got nothing in there. You know and what you mean? I ain't nothing coming out. <laughs> like, what the fuck am yeah, I doing? Something's wrong, wrong with me. <laughs> I was fucking twitching. I was fucking convulsing. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on, bro?" Feels so good, right. but just so bad. Right. <laughs> How about you, Antonio? Your first uh-huh. fucking jack off experience. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, we gotta ask these type yeah. of questions. Bro. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> That's science, you know. It's science. <laughs> it's masturbating. Yes. <laughs> man, I think it was like in probably like junior high or something, getting a little boner. Right before football practice, trying to hurry up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, go to Let me get rid of this shit. Motherfuckers tackling extra hard that practice. <laughs> Dude, I broke a kid's uh, uh, growth plate in yeah. his arm. I bet you did. Like, boom. All your testosterone just fucking <laughs> flowing through your body, homie. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. All right, so I got a trivia question, bro. Okay. If a black dude and a Mexican equals 0.75 white of a white man, what does us four equal? A man and a half? A white yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little racist trivia. <laughs> I'm going to say a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. We finish these Mickeys, we might be out fucking jogging and jabbering. So, yeah, bro, it's cool, man. You guys are into science. Fucking, what, what, uh, what college you go to? Uh, University of Texas, San Antonio, you know, that's a Hispanic college there. And so very, very good college, you know, small population, about 30,000. Oh, wow. So you can guarantee you're going to get educated there. You know, none of this 60,000, 90,000 yeah. student Bobby. That's just cash flow for the athletic yeah, yeah. department. But no, I went to a pretty good school there. Hell yeah. And Anthony, what school you go to? U of A. U of A. Oh, Catholic fuck life, ASU. baby. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. And hey, the moms. Burned it. Burned Tempe. Burned <laughs> just burn it. Except Tempe Town Lake. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize how big the rivalry was when I first moved here. Oh, they hate each other. You got to. Yeah. It was like I'm the Saints and the fucking... Falcons, like the bulldog, <laughs> like the bulldogs in the. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right there. Huh? Yeah, the man. Tigers. Yeah. So is that your school right there, Texas? University of Texas, San Antonio. What's that mascot? A uh, roadrunner. It's a roadrunner. Birds the up. Road birds runners. up. U of A, the Wildcats. Wildcats. Bear down. Bear down. What's some crazy? Uh, you guys have any crazy experiences in, in college besides learning all this fucking great knowledge? Of course, man. What are we talking about? What's a good experience, bro? Talk to me that you can remember. What's a really good experience you had and then a really bad experience you had? Mm. I would say probably like my favorite like experience in life in general was probably before college is when I was in high school and we went to called something called a Mexico mission trip is where we go, my high school would go to 
uh, like Mexico, some part of Mexico, like Tijuana or Rocky Point, with this group called Amor. Okay. And they would build homes for people who needed them. So there really weren't really big homes. It was like a little shed, really, essentially. Like something you would have in the backyard, but it was like four walls and that four walls and a divider. So basically gave them two rooms, but like it was like a, a castle to them and I felt like damn, I should really be doing this all the time, you know. Like oh, that that yeah, like changed. Cool, bro. Yeah, yeah, like it really just changes is. you. These little kids um that were that last family I did, they uh, he was already like ten and doing like gro- bagging groceries and stuff and riding his bike into town and town seemed like kinda far. So I was like, damn. Okay, I, I really like. I wish I could do it more, but that just changed you for like ever. It changed me forever, you know. Yeah, t- it, ma- awesome, it makes you realize what you have, bro. We take a lot of shit for granted, you yeah. know what I mean? Especially exactly. here in the states. Like, this is like honestly one place where you won't go hungry. The United States, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anybody's yeah. gonna. Or not supposed to anyway. Anybody right? will give you a fucking exactly. dollar, and you could go to fucking Jack. Where else can you buy a fucking burger for a dollar? You know what exactly. I mean? It's, no, it's crazy, but it's still fun. I mean, it sucks, bro, when I'm driving and I still see it. I still it. see it, yeah. Still see, you know, because, uh, you know, come coming up, uh, you know, I experienced uh, a lot of mishap coming up. But, you know, like I tell my kids all the time, like, you have it better than I had it. But actually, I didn't have it that bad. It was just adults it's and their choices. There you go. Everything is a choice in life yeah. for us, you know. It is. So, it is. and... It's unfortunate that uh, some people choose to live a certain way, you know. Actually, we have a homeless guy that lives behind my place of work, and um, I spoke to him, and <clears throat> he said he chooses his life, you know. I I choose to live like this. Like, he, he lives behind, like, he's back there barbecuing, like, his pizzas and stuff like that, <laughs> <laughs> like, playing his music, and he just... In, in all the sorrow that he lives in, you can still see in his eyes like he's happy. Even at, under the dirt and grime, you know what I mean? At and, the end of the day, I mean, we're, like you said, we're animals, bro. We're, uh, we're... Uh, we we're, adapt. And we're, what's it called? We adapt to habit, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. We're fucking... Whatever... Whatever you say your mind to, sometimes that's what you're going to do, no matter what anybody tells you, whether it's good or bad, bro. Like, that's how I am. Like, I hate authority telling me what to do, bro, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like an asshole sometimes. Like, why is he telling me to fucking mop the floor? Yeah, because I just bled all over it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Something exactly. like that, you know, it's fucking. So, yeah, that's good to, to hear you guys. You know, it's really inspirational to hear that you just one day was like, you know what? I can do this shit on my own. Exactly, bro. And it's cool, like, you, like, minorities fucking. Yeah. Hey, this is crazy right here. Like, this, (laughs) I didn't even, I didn't, this is something that, first of all, we have two minorities. Yes. Smarter than a motherfucker. Smarter than a son of a bitch. Cool as shit. Cool as shit. Drinking fucking Mickey's. Mickey's. (laughs) We're drinking Mickey's with scientists, bro. Come on. It's crazy. And who would have ever, like, thought, you know what I mean? Like, so you guys are inspiration to, I can go home now and tell my kids. my kids, dude. My kids, I have my kids in a science, they're in a science STEM school right now. Okay, all right. So, you know what I mean? And No, that's dope, though. You could really fight. Dude, everything's possible, homie. Everything is really possible. Skin ain't nothing but a color, baby. Yeah, You split us open like a blunt. We all look the same inside. Yeah. We look at, we smoke, 
but we knew that we had to be at work eight before we exactly lift exactly. So exactly. how did the weed stop you from going to work? Exactly. So another stigma. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I've been able to. I have to have two patents out, <laughs> um, and that was away from the university. So that makes it even more difficult <laughs> because wow. the university supports you know that cash flow. And I actually have two patents out. Uh, a co-author of a published paper. Oh, beautiful. What paper is this? Yeah, so it's algae, using algae in agriculture. And it's also using our bacteria to concentrate the algae. Mm. And so you see this wow. nice green pond. And so you know it's algae or some form of algae that's out there. So what I did was create a bacteria that sticks to the algae and drops it out solution. What? So you apply this on a Friday evening. You're going home. You turn on your little sprinkler system into the <laughs> algae. Sick, bro. You come in Saturday you know, morning and the water is crystal clear. And you say, what the hell happened? And if you look at the bottom, all the algae is at the bottom. So now you can pull all the water off the top, concentrate the algae that's in the bottom, and then apply it to your agriculture crops. Whoa. And so, and so, what is algae? Algae is a plant. <clears throat> it's green. It's a plant. So algae is so literally a plant. Yes, yeah, it has the cellulose walls, just like the green leaves on your that cannabis. Just, that just go grow on anything, or the what? main hormone in algae is the main hormone that causes that cannabis plant to. That's sativa genetics. The reason it's tall and skinny. <laughs> It's because of the oxen hormone. So we now take that algae and say, wait a minute. How big you want to get this plant? Fucking crazy. Uh, you don't want it to get too tall, but you want it to get bushy. So instead of going in and stressing the plant by pinching it. <laughs> Which that's the way the stress. Be, yes. We say, hey, this algae is nicely concentrated with oxen hormones. The oxen is directly related to everything. Just like our testosterone. Yeah. Even with women, they have estrogen, but it's the testosterone that makes the estrogen function in that woman. Testosterone makes it function in us, testosterone. Huh. It's the absolutely same with the plant. Wow. There are certain bacteria species or particular algaes that produce the same hormones that are growing in plants. So you pinch a plant, you put it into a stressful state. Oh, you wonder why you have disease. The ideal is that when the growing tip of that plant, that's your oxen. The oxen goes down the chute. It's working its way to the root system. Well, as it's working its way down the chute, it gets diluted. Yes. So the ideal is to keep the root system real small so I can grow real tall. Wow. You don't, you don't maximize your yields that way. So what do we do? We go in and we say, hey, let's shut the oxen hormone off. How do you shut it off? By adding it to the root system. The root system gets massive. The plant doesn't grow as tall. It grows nice and bushy. So we can manipulate a sativa and turn it identical to a to an, a, indica. To an indica. Nice but and it'll bushy. Be, it'll be but it'll still sativa. be a sativa. Wow, dude. That's fucking nuts, dude. So I, one more thing. Oxens also controls your fruit. It tells your crop, hey guys, I'm ready to uh, produce the orange. I'm ready to produce the banana. So the oxen hormones is released that stimulates everything else as a catalyst. <laughs> it's the same with the cannabis plant. It's the oxen hormone that says, hey, it's time to flower. You mm. only got about three months left. 
It's not the lights that they switch on and off. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oxen hormone. The genetic makeup of a cannabis plant is to go one gear and die. That's <laughs> it, right? That's it. You can try to start it over. And it it, it's not an indeterminate plant like a tomato or chili pepper where as long as it's hot, that plant grows and it's grows. It's programmed and grows to and just grows. bud yes. and that's it? Yes, it's vegetative growth, flower, die. Start Why over. is that? It's just the genetics of an annual plant. It's wow. An, it's, considered it's an, an annual. annual plant. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. I never even fucking knew that. No. I smoke yeah. weed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so much Summer, winter, spring. <laughs> so what amazing. we've done, you know, us, us brainiacs, is that we've grown that mother clone, that mother plant. And we prevented it from going into the flower state. Because once it goes into the flower, it's no return. <laughs> so how do you keep that into that nice vegetative state? One, you keep it under proper sunlight or proper light, and you don't add, and you continue to add nitrogen, because nitrogen—that's a, a primary nutrient for plant growth. Your nitrogen, your phosphorus, and your potassium. Yes. Your NPK. Your nitrogen is designed for growth. <laughs> so if the plant is constantly being fed nitrogen, it's telling itself, "I need to grow." Uh-huh. It's not telling itself, "I need to produce my flower." <laughs> Uh, I see. Yeah, so, so, what what's the uh, like the mother plant? Like, what is the what will be the function for that? Just to get it to get grow to a certain. So, the mother plant is is once you've created your seed bank, and then you start to create your mother plant so you can clone. Uh, but as you continue to clone and clone, that you're losing your genetics. Oh. And then you're not only losing your genetics. Dude, it makes fucking sense, bro. Over time, that's why we have to subculture our bacteria. We can't plate our bacteria in January and go back in November and say, hey, let's subculture. What we have to do is every single time we look at that plate, hey, let's subculture it because we want to try to keep the genetics as strong as possible. I see. Hmm. I so see. if we go too long, something, say if a contaminant gets on that plate, it's changed the whole genetic makeup of how that bacteria functions. So when we saw the great results over here, when you first take those cuttings off of that clone, oh, you get that fire. But then over time, it starts to degrade. (laughs) That's the same thing that we function with in bacteria. That's the same thing with cultivars function with cannabis. Is that how strains just get pushed out? You know what I mean? Like strains that existed 10, 15 years ago, they're not around no more. Yeah, so... We have high creations this year to say that it's all because of the hormonal. When our hormones change, we start to pick up weight. We start to lose our hair. This is going to be the same Same way. When you start to deplete certain hormones within that mother plant, then you're going to lose its genetics. And then the biggest thing when people say phenotype, that's you. That's how you grew it, and that's how the plant responded to your conditions. I got to... Jack hair over here that's fire. Your jack hair is sucks. <laughs> but it came from the same mother plant. <laughs> that means that your lights were probably too far, and so the genetics of that plant changed to compensate for the distance of that light. To try and to keep, keep keep itself alive. With, with in turn, you're changing genetics. <laughs> or you can have someone that drops it, walks away, and leave everything as is, and they get super fire. 
where you have someone that's constantly in there, proper adjusting the lights, adjusting the fans, making sure it's perfectly moist in the soil, and they get just so depleted by then. Exactly. <clears throat> that's crazy. Speaking of genetics, because when I hear people talk about genetics and they they speak of uh, things changing uh, over time, like hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years. Um, but it seems like what you guys are talking about, like plants, like the genetics and plants, like can adjust, like to their environment. Yeah, like like in a quicker rate. I don't know how to put it. Like yeah, like plants are amazing. So some plants are gonna have even more genes than us, right? And I believe something I just read, and it wasn't something I just read, but something I read in a biology book and studying, like scientists would take plants, and it was like some plant from California, and they would expose it to the cold temperature, and they would go into dormancy, and they would expose it to a heat, and then go back into like fruiting and vegetative, and they thought, think you're getting crazy, and they're like, how fast can this plant actually do that? So they kept doing these tests where they would stretch out the plant and make it real cold to go into vet, um, dormancy and then bring it back hot um, to go back into you know the normal life cycle. Yeah. And they found that it was like 48 hours. Like these plants can change from off and on in like 48 hours. What? That quick? Yeah, dude. Nuts, right? Wow. But you also have to think about it. Plants make their own food. Mm. Like they can't go out and get their own food. It's like they got them roots they get them nutrients but ultimately they are making the sugars themselves they're feeding themselves whoa whoa whoa, whoa. how's that happen whoa, whoa, whoa. through yeah. the root system no photosynthesis what is photosynthesis is the process in which the plants absorb the energy from the uh, the light and they use it to create glucose their food source okay yeah it's just like something that happens in the the leaf itself, like in the plant, and that's why you want that nice dark green leaf and plenty of sunshine, so they can get as much sugar going as they possibly can to get that plant really growing. So is a plant the only organism on the planet that that can feed himself or live? You know, I don't. Um, well, we talk about bacteria and fungi. I was going to ask because bacteria, yeah, because it seems like bacteria and fungi and stuff like this, it, like, <clears throat> what does bacteria eat? So bacteria does not discriminate. <laughs> um, they eat anything and everything. And you have to have different types of bacteria when you put them in hostile environments say your normal probiotic bacteria okay wouldn't be able to survive in gasoline okay and we'll go find the bacteria that can actually feed off of the carbon molecule that's in gasoline, gasoline. and start to break it down hmm. so it's not a matter if they pick and choose their food source it's when they encounter it they pretty much know if they're going to be able to break it down or consume it <laughs> oh i see yes yes it's game time. Right, so right. we're gonna play a game with you guys. It's called Five Fun, fun facts, facts for your dumbass. Facts. facts. So I'm gonna give you guys five facts. One of the facts is fake. See if you guys can guess the fake okay. fact. Okay. Fact number one. Paul Winchell, the person who voiced the cartoon character Tigger. I said Tigger, guys. Tigger with a T. <laughs> Tigger was also the man that that designed the first artificial heart. 
Fact number two. It is considered good luck in Japan when a sumo when a sumo makes your baby cry. That's crazy, right? Mm. Oh, sumo makes your baby, dude. I cry every time I see a fat motherfucker. <laughs> I cry every I'm time sorry. I see myself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Fact number three. There is enough DNA in an average person to stretch from the sun to Uranus and back 17 times. 17 times. Fact number four. If you constantly fart for six years and nine months, enough gas is produced to create the energy for an atomic bomb. Bobby, it takes you like half that time. Yeah, that's that, that, like that's, yeah, that's like last night. That's <laughs> 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 That's my girl. And then <laughs> Dutch ovens. <laughs> in fact, number yeah. in fact, number five. There's a spider in Brazil that can cause an erection for hours. A which spider. One, which is the fake fact? The fake fact. If you guys need me to repeat. have to be between number If you one need me to repeat. Four. Number one and four. So number one was Paul Winchell, the person who voiced the cartoon character Tigger, was also the man that designed the first artificial heart. Anthony, what's your guess on the fake Ooh. fact? What was number two? What'd you number say? two is, it is considered good luck in Japan when a sumo makes your baby cry. Mm-hmm. Flat tire, you got any, any, you wanna help our guests? I'm trying to time, well Tigger's pretty old. Like that's, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. He jumped that's, on his tail. That's pretty like old, like that's not, uh, that's way before my time. So, so number one, you all, got all of our times. Number um, two, you got sumo wrestler. Number three, you got, I'm gonna go with the uh, the obvious would be the spider, but now nah, that's real. I, I feel like it is. <laughs> I, feel like it, I feel the, like it. I feel like it. I feel like for the fiction or we're fact? looking for the fiction. Oh, the fiction. All right, the fiction. Where it's hard. That would be number four. Number four. If you constantly fart for six years to nine months, enough gas is produced to create enough energy for an atomic bomb. What's your guess? Mm. Yeah, number one. Number one. What's your guess? Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the gases. The gases. So the fake fact is there's enough DNA in an average person to stretch from the sun to Pluto and back 17 times. Not Uranus, guys. Oh. No. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's even crazier. <laughs> <laughs> I just caught that. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Thank man. you guys for playing. You guys get a free oh, Mickey's nice. 40. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Well, fucking, um, where can we find you guys on Instagram? Uh, that's high creations underscore AZ HYK. HYK creations for all you dummies that can't spell. Spell creations with the K first. Homie, where can we find you? Same, same spot? The same spot. Look for our bacteria product, Actina. It's our Actinomyces, Streptomyces product. Um, it's unique. First of its kind on the market. Okay. Um, so, and then we should have our wisdom line coming soon. I was going to so, ask you, what do you, yeah, what do you guys have coming next for the line, man? So, we have a, a wisdom line coming out. And so, basically, it's the application manipulation that we've built you know over the years with our experience okay um there's a lot of products on the market that's similar but we have unique applications behind it 
that the cannabis industry hasn't seen yet. And okay. So it's coming out as our wisdom. So you guys uh, got that top secret yes, yes. coming out? Okay. Yes, yes yeah. we do. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's it was awesome meeting you guys, man. It's like... Um, I didn't know what to expect, you know, because it's like it's it's a little intimidating. But uh, you guys like really helped me understand a lot today, man. That was that was awesome. Yeah, I'd like to thank you guys for coming and joining us. I mean, I learned a lot already from fucking shit I didn't even know today. I did not know a lot of the shit that I learned today, and I'm pretty sure a few of our dumbass fucking listeners are learning a couple things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we love them. We love them. We fuck around. You know what I mean? We it's all love here in the Roach Clip Podcast. We like to, we like to thank you guys for joining us, fucking drinking this forty. Make sure to go follow us at Roach Clip Podcast on Instagram. Go to RoachClipPodcast.com and um, just iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You know what I mean? Can we get a go fuck yourselves from you guys? All right, all right. Thanks for having us. Go fuck yourselves out there. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having us, man. Really appreciate this, and yeah, go fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love Happy it. Happy birthday, Arizona. Have fun. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. This is the Roach Clip Podcast. Yeah. And I hope you guys learned a little something about motherfucking science, and then go fuck yourself, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>